That's gorgeous. Like, this is so good together. That's a good look for you, I want to say. <laughs> Welcome back. It's Smoking and Toasting. This is our bonus segment. We are brought to you by uh, B&B Butchers and Restaurant, 1814 Washington Ave in Houston and in the shops at Clear Fork in Fort Worth. In, in uh, While we're just enjoying it, one of the reasons I wanted to do a bonus segment uh, today is just to drink this a little longer oh, because yeah. this is awesome. Uh, we're so enjoying a really fantastic barley wine and some of the most amazing whiskey the I've packaging, had. The packaging on time. this whiskey right here is the kind of packaging that you literally leave out for someone to like right. when they're over your house so that to, they'll notice to find it. it. Yeah, so they'll notice right? it. Like, right. It's so tactile and wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, it's been a bad month for Corona beer. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Because, so, yeah. The ignorance of General Pilot. I'm sorry. You know, tell your story first. Well, the, the, the president and CEO of Corona Beer's uh, U.S. owner has defended the brand sales and reputation because several things have happened. First of all, Corona sales in the U.S. are off, way off. Corona sales in China are off even worse. Like, the company's down like 48% this month. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, that's a huge, huge number, right? And it's because... Oh, yeah, you need your special effects machine for that. Uh, see, he, he, he learns quickly. He's learning. Yeah, he learns quickly. It out. Uh, uh, it's a huge number, and it's because people... Somehow believe that the beer and the coronavirus are linked. That you might somehow catch it by drinking Corona beer. That's, I you know I almost have no words for that. Yeah, but I, I, I I you know uh, so here's the problem. Here's the problem. I'm actually not surprised, and I'm a little disappointed that I'm not surprised about. It. Like I'm disappointed in myself. Right. But that doesn't really surprise me. <laughs> you wish that it surprised I you wish more that than it surprised it me. I wish that I could think to myself, well, surely <laughs> most people aren't going to think that Corona beer and the coronavirus are linked somehow. Okay. And you might be thinking to yourself, why are you calling me Shirley? But the truth is, how could those things possibly be connected? Yeah. I was going to say, of like, Corona beer has been around for <clears throat> years and you've never gotten the coronavirus from it. These people have been drinking Corona for how many years and they've never gotten the coronavirus from it? In my best bad Leslie Nielsen impression, of course they are. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> that was a pretty good bad Leslie Nielsen, wasn't it? Did you like how it went yeah. back to the Shirley thing? Yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect. Um, so it's, here's what makes things worse. Corona, you can just count on them to do the wrong thing, right? Yeah. In the midst of all this, in the wake of something that's totally not their fault, by the way, Nobody asked them to be named the thing that was going to be the name of the virus, right? Corona released a new product, a hard seltzer, that they decided to do the same genius thing that Bud Light did and name it after their beer, even though it has absolutely zero connection to their beer except that it's made by the same company, right? There is no similarity between Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. They just decided to name it Bud Light because it's a big brand name. Well, right. I'm just going to go ahead and point out that the beer is watery. Why wouldn't they water down their brand name? <laughs> exactly. Oh, wow. But um, Jing, there you go. Ian. Was was that harsh? That was no. that was that was I mean, I'm truth. trying to be realistic. It was truth. good. It was good. Now, 
the other the other thing is, why couldn't this virus be called the AB InBev virus? Oh, well, that'd be better. Like, that would be better. <laughs> I would like. I would actually like that. I would actually like that. But it's called the coronavirus, and so Corona chose this moment to debut their new hard seltzer called Corona Hard Seltzer. Can you think of a worse time to debut something yeah. with Corona in the name? Oh wait, it gets worse. Oh, the advertising campaign. Guess what their slogan was for the new Corona hard seltzer? Coming ashore soon. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was their, And so they got massacred on Twitter, which, by the way, that's what Twitter does. Twitter massacres things. Uh, they got absolutely eviscerated on Twitter for their coming ashore soon campaign uh. for Corona Hard Seltzer. I'd like to point out, by the way, that there's there's a number of really good beer companies that make hard seltzer. Boston Beer makes them. Oh, yeah. But they don't Please. call them Sam Adams Seltzer. They're smart <laughs> enough to give them their own name. And it's only these big beer companies that seem to think their name is so revered that if they just give it their name, but I, honestly, with Corona, that's even stupider than Bud Light because of the whole fact that they're taking such a hit from the coronavirus. The coronavirus, yeah, which you get from Corona beer. You don't get yeah. it from Corona beer. You don't get it from like, Corona beer. What? Like, my question is this. Like, I get everything you're saying, but why are we even talking about this? Like, this boils down to the fact that somebody at home, somebody, is sitting there and goes up to the grocery store and looks at the beer selection and goes, you know, I almost always drink Corona. I always drink Corona. Actually, beer drinkers who drink macro brew always, drink, all, without the same fail, drink they, the same beer. They so have a favorite. Matter. They have a favorite they brand, favorite, and that's where they, they go. Never yeah. vary. They just don't like flavor, right? We don't do that with any other part of our lives. Like, when's the last time you just ate the same exact thing for every single meal of your life? Right. And you refuse, like you like, and these people get a, a crazy, like, like, like connection to it, you know, and loyalty mm-hmm. to it. Right, like, right. I have to drink this beer, like, well, you know, or I have to drink. I have to eat the cereal every single morning without fail. No, <coughs> I, I'm never having bacon and eggs. It's always a cereal because everything else sucks. Like, it's a weird. Uh, it's it's like some kind of mental issue that right. they have. And I don't understand how people can go. This is the beer that I drink every single day. Now, I, now I've already displayed that there's a mental issue with that fact. Okay. Now we're going to go ahead and take it one step further. The people that go, I drink Corona beer every single day of my life. Like this is the beer. Whenever I drink beer, I drink Corona beer. But that might have something to do with the coronavirus. Not that I've been drinking this for the last 18 years of my life or whatever it's been, right? And I've never contracted the coronavirus from it. <laughs> but I can't drink this beer anymore because it's corona beer and there's a coronavirus. Well, what kills me is that there's so much information out there. You should be able to kind of figure out that that has no association. But because something in the world, people just take name association and run I mean, with it. here's the thing. If only there was a device that you could ask questions <clears throat> right that's crazy that would give you back questionable answers but sometimes has truth in it right if, if only, only there was a device i'm holding up my phone by the way if only yes <laughs> like i mean come on ask the google yeah ask the google ask siri ask, ask somebody siri. Ask, ask somebody <laughs> you know just ask somebody do you well, know do you have a do you have a uh, uh, an iphone right now i do 
Will you ask Siri if the coronavirus is connected to Corona beer? Oh, I can't wait. Oh, wait. I have to turn this up because I had it turned down because of the show. Hey, Siri, is the coronavirus connected to Corona beer? Oh, we got two going. Yeah, my iPad okay. end is. I found this on the web one first. The Corona okay. connected to Corona beer. Check All it out. Right. I got to shut one of them up. All right. So she gives me um, uh, uh, websites that says. Uh, uh, did Corona beer sales drop sharply due to fear about the coronavirus? 16% of U.S. beer drinkers confuse as to whether Corona beer is related to the coronavirus. <laughs> and Corona beer sounds like coronavirus, but it's not making any uh, something. Anyway. Hey, uh, Google. Is is the coronavirus related to the Corona beer? Oh, Google doesn't talk back to me. He just says the yeah. same thing happens, basically. Did yeah, they give you beer articles, sales yeah. drop? Blah, blah, blah. Let's try this one. Hey, Siri, is Corona beer good? Ooh. Here's what I found. 12 Things You Should Know About Corona, an article on Vine Pear. (laughs) 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 Uh, Corona Extra Mexican Lager Beer Tasting Notes and the Wikipedia page. And something from Delish.com, an article entitled, Five Beers You Should Drink Instead of Corona. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not making this up, people. You can't. You can't make that kind of stuff. So you know, we should we should actually make ask Siri a regular not, not part of bash, the show. I'm not trying to bash totally on Corona. I actually drink. If if I'm stuck and all you have is <clears throat> Mexican lager, I'm going to go Dos Equis mm-hmm. because at least it has a skunky flavor instead of almost no flavor. I actually, if if I'm stuck with mainstream Mexican lager, I will actually go for. Um, uh, uh, <clears throat> What's the other Modelo. one? The red can. Oh well, Modelo's the or best. Tecate. 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 Yeah. Tecate is kind of the go through. Yeah. Right. Modelo is usually the best of all of them. And However, if you can get Negro Modelo, you can't always find it. Yeah, Negro Modelo. Negro Modelo. That's really delicious. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really good. That's yeah. actually pretty good. But you can't always find like places right. that will have Dos Equis, They'll have Tecate. They'll have uh, uh, Corona. Will not always have Modelo. I'll go Tecate. And I would out of all of those, I would choose Modelo. But probably. Dose of Keys after that because again it has a little skunky flavor to it, but, but at least remember, it's got a flavor to it. But remember, I'll say put gin in your tecate. That's serious. Gin a in little your bit of a, a little bit of a Have London not dry. Tried that really? in some of uh, your making more a note for future shows. Making a note, it actually brings out the beer a little bit. I'm what just what do we call that? That's not a boiler maker. It's, it's not a, really a boiler maker. It's a uh, we got we got to come up with a name for that. Uh, you got to do a true London dry, something like Tanqueray. We're gonna call it yeah, the right, Austin. Right. So the you Austin. do that like a Budweiser, a Coors Original, a Tecate, some of the non light. Anything beers. that doesn't have flavor. Well, non-light beers, but yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Your, your macro brew, your macro brew. So you're non-light. saying this wouldn't work with it, like a Michelob Ultra or something like that? No, not at all. Okay, it's got to have some flavor. Something to it ish. Something to it right. ish. Yeah, I something. like that. <laughs> something to it ish. That's like that's um, my good adverb. This, um, this bootleg is so good. Is so delicious. I, I just can't get over the chocolate. Yeah, it's a. Chocolate. It's a super silky kind of chocolate. Oh too. man! It's like you know when you get a really, really high quality chocolate ice cream. That's what it reminds me of. It's got the, the sweet. It's that, got the bitter. You know, yes, it kind of yes. rounds itself out. Right, right, right. You know <clears> the <throat> candy called Reason that gets stuck to your teeth. Mm. It's got a little bit of that. Too. You love stuff that gets stuck to your teeth. Your beer. 
<laughs> candy, all of it. Yeah, it works. I'm not mad well, at that though. <laughs> it lingers. It lingers around longer. That's why we have beers. I, I experience flavor things, savers. Okay. <laughs> uh, Austin, thank you for uh, bringing us uh, amazing whiskey, and thank you for bringing us these uh, these little cigar. I call them cigar savers. Cigar. What, what, what are they? Pokes. Are they? Pokes. Okay. So you can use them. Isn't that <laughs> awesome? I had that to jo- I had to join in. So awesome. Po- oh, it, yeah. Isn't poke a Hawaiian dish with rice and some stuff in it? Or is, is it poke? called poke or is it it's called poke? poke? I think it's Adam poke. poke. Adam, 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 how do you pronounce uh, poke? <laughs> yeah, it's poke. Poke. Okay. poke because okay. I always see that. I never know how to say it. Poke is a is a poke. total. It's a total like but hot. It's not Hawaiian, but it's not Hawaiian. No. Oh, where's it from? Do you know? It's Japanese. It's Japanese. Yeah, I think it's Japanese. Japanese, right? For some reason, I thought it was Hawaiian. But this is not a poke. It is a poke. (laughs) But I think it's because someplace I was, they had poke with spam. This is a beautifully. Oh, uh, that's very Hawaiian. This is a beautifully rendered steel poke. Yes, it is. And um, poke. So you can use it in two different ways. You can poke the end of your uh, cigar to open Mm -hmm. it up so that you can smoke it because the end of a cigar has a cap over it, and you either have to clip it, punch it, cut it somehow to open it up for smoking. The other way you can use it is when your cigar gets small and starts burning your fingers, you can poke this into the side can, of it. Can we say it's the roach clip for cigars? It, it's you totally will? Can, the roach clip. Yeah, it's totally. Can we go there? I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't actually going to say it. But okay, you, my, you gonna, brought it out. It's my, now, and, now it's and, in the uh, open. Yes, perfectly so, said. As a roach clip for cigars. <laughs> and you know, there's actually one other use for it too. You know who uses these? Uh, Chris Hart uses these. Chris all Hart the time. is a yes, big fan yes, of these. Yes, yes, he loves these. Uh, you know what else you can use it for? As, uh, totally seriously, if you get a cigar that feels like it's a little plugged. Like it's yes. not, it's not really you can drawing. Ream it a little bit. You can put this through it a little bit and open up an airway yeah. that will help the cigar smoke better. You after can, the cut, you can ream it after yes. the cut. Yes, my, my word after is ream. So I got I'll one, I got one question from two cigar geniuses. <laughs> so okay, a we'll, lot of people we'll talk have to about call somebody. taking yeah. the mouth end and rolling it in cognac. Yes, to kind of add flavor. Now, do you let that dry first? Do you let it stay a little moist? Well, first off. Let's talk, I've heard this a little let's bit. Let's talk about know. the cigar itself, okay? Mm-hmm. So the the cigar itself is sent to you as the manufacturer uh, wanted you to enjoy it. They didn't expect you to roll it in cognac, or as I had a guy do at one point in time, I gave him a cigar. He's a newbie. And I gave him a cigar because he came over. He's like, what are you smoking? And I started talking. I gave him a cigar. He took the whole cigar, put it in his mouth, and licked the entire wrapper. Okay, that's intense. Yeah. And uh, and you should ask him what he was doing. Of course, <laughs> I didn't ask him that. Like the girl next to me goes, "Are you supposed to do that with cigars?" I said, "Well, that's <laughs> not my cigar, so you can do whatever he wants with it." <laughs> um, so, like, people have different ideas about how they should treat a cigar. The truth is, aside from clipping the end, the cigar comes the exact way you're supposed to smoke it. So, is this the conversation, whiskey neat, ice cube, or water drops kind of thing? A little bit. But that being said, once it's your cigar, however you want to smoke it, man. Like well, seriously. Let man. me just let me just say this. Yeah, right. Once it's your cigar, however you want to smoke it. If you want to dip it in cognac, if that enhances the experience yes. for you, I'm all for it. I would say that it doesn't really matter about waiting for it to dry, but I would definitely clear the excess cognac off the cigar first. You're so going to end up with a soggy use it, cigar. Right, use oh, a yeah. paper towel or something, clear it up. You know, once you dip it, then clear it off, then try your your smoking. I don't do that, but uh, but I've had some cognac dipped cigars before, 
and it's an enjoyable experience. It's not my favorite cigar experience, but it's an enjoyable experience. And and I, I you know, I for some reason I've run into several different police officers that love rum dipped cigars. Here's an really? idea, though. Okay, let's imagine I have a cigar in my hand. I'm going to take a sip of my whiskey. Mm-hmm. First thing it touches is my lips, and now mm-hmm. I put the cigar in my mouth. Guess what happens? You're transferring some of that to the yeah. cigar. And that alone, that process, is going to enhance the cigar. Would you Absolutely. call that a little more pure technique? Or? I don't know that I would that. I don't know that I would quantify it even as a technique, but I know it happens because when you're smoking a cigar and drinking whiskey, you get that interplay of the flavors. Right. Now, one of There's the no things... Question. One of the things that we do, one of the events we put up, and I, I don't know if you're aware of this, we have an event that we call the Whiskey Sniff. Okay. Okay? And and the way this works, this is something uh, I came up with years ago. The way it works is you go, um, you go fire up a cigar, and you smoke just enough, half inch or so, to get it in your palate. And then to find a whiskey that matches it, once you have that cigar in your palate, you just walk up, you pop the top of your whiskey... Give it a smell, and if it smells like it goes well together, it's going to go together. I love and that's the, it. Your nose will that. actually lead you, because you even mentioned earlier, your nose has so much to do with your palate really that is. your nose is going to tell you. Like, once you have that cigar in your palate, and it changes your palate because it's not the same flavors that you had in your mouth previously. That Maybe you ate dinner. Maybe you did, you know, whatever. But you get that cigar in your palate, and then you go smell the whiskeys. You're going to find uh-huh. one is going to hit your nose and go, That's t- you know, that smells really good together. I love that you just pantomimed the whiskey sniff with a barley wine and a shiner bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kind yeah. of either end of the spectrum. Yeah, there. right, right. Uh, awesome. Yeah, but, and it works, it works with beers, except for you don't generally leave your beers open, you know? And, and generally you're not going to get quite as much um, nose off right. of a beer as you're going to get but off of a But also, beers have a little more known quali- quantity uh so to qualify that, like beers have a little more uh, known, like flavor profiles overall than, than unless you've memorized you know fifteen whiskeys that you may have on yourself. And right. if you don't have fifteen whiskeys mm-hmm. on your shelf, start buying whiskeys. Right. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> right. I mean, Heaven's the, Door is great. And Sorry I would start with some Heaven's Door. Start with <laughs> Heaven's Door. There you go. Uh, but um, you know, so unless you've memorized all that, now, like when I go in to do my whiskey sniff, I have a general idea. Once I have that flavor on my palate, I at least. Because uh, I have my my whiskeys are assorted, sort of by region. Okay. Really? Yeah, because I have you know I have Highland, I have Lowland, I have my whole peat shelf, which is super peaty. You stuff, love you the know. peat shelf. It's, oh yes. It's a, you know what? There are sometimes when that is the bomb. When that you is need the it. thing. I understand. <laughs> you, need, you need to try a Lafroy Thirty Two. It's I think oh, what dude. Lafroy ever like, thought. In my was mind, in my mind, when I let's pour, like, do I have it. The Let's car- go somewhere now. I have the Karchus, yeah. uh, one of the uh, the twenty sixteen Karchus um, uh, Lafroy, and when I pour it in a glass, I just in my, it doesn't do this, but in my mind. It just has peat smoke rising from right, it. You know? right, oh. right. It rises up like a like a yeah, peat fire, like a, like a yeah. fog, like a yeah. miasma totally. above it. You totally, know? <laughs> like you're living in Scotland. You've never actually seen the sun, but you are enjoying the <laughs> peaty right. smoke smell <laughs> as the as so it adds I have to the I mist. have like I have mine kind of sort. It's not totally, but kind of sort of adjusted like that. So when I get that cigar on my palate, I usually know which section to go to. Depending on the kind of cigar I have, like if I'm smoking, 
uh, like like a, a lawnmower, like a Nika Libre or something like that. It's very chocolatey and very kind of straightforward, not real strong. Then I know uh, something like uh, like the Glenmorangie or in in uh, like the Lasanta or some sherry mm-hmm. cask is going to yep, go yep, great yep. with that. Or I can go over to my uh, uh, bourbon side of the uh, whiskey cabinet and go, okay, I, I can have something like the uh, 1792 or something that doesn't have a giant profile. You Wait, know, why not even like lowbrow it and go kind of lowland summer drinkers and give it a little Akintoshin, which is like counter, yeah, like yeah, a contrast oh, compliment. I or mean, as I like to call it, Ashintoshin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Give so, me a glass of the. Yeah, I always call that. But that's that's good. Seventeen eighty-seven taxation. That's, Thank you for splitting the region. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, my last uh, question for you, Austin, um, with regard to Heaven's Door, as you yes. go around and you know, do things like you're doing with us, or do tastings, or uh, the other things that you do as a as a representative for the company. Do you find that people are more surprised that a Bob Dylan whiskey is this good? Or was that their expectation to begin with because it was Bob Dylan? That's actually a tougher question. I would say when we started, we knew we would get that initial pop. Right. But we still wanted to not just celebrate the person that gave right. us not our just we're not just bob dylan's whiskey we're actually but a there's good whiskey. but there's some yeah. juice inside and we wanted it to kind of in a sense juice the lips and then see what you see what you like if you don't right. like it tell me why if you like it tell me why right and then hopefully it's something you fall in love with like i did hence why i work for the company Wow. i didn't just work for him because it was a job i actually loved the juice in the company and everything about the people that work in it it's pretty cool when you can love your job isn't it <laughs> i'm gonna tell you it's right rare. now <laughs> Two of my favorite juices we've had on this year are this barley wine from Parrish, the I Grand Reserve. Yep. And this and that bootleg. bootleg. Oh, how can you like, not? Unbelievable. How can you not? See, I knew you were going to love the barley wine, even though I hadn't tasted it. I just knew because it was Parrish and it was their, you know, their once a year thing from 2018. And uh, the bootleg was a complete surprise to all. Yes, yeah, so, that's uh, so amazing. And what I'm a wonderful, what it. a wonderful surprise that it was. <laughs> thank uh, you, Austin. Thank you very much for being on the show. We appreciate it. Thanks for hanging around for the bonus segment. We are, uh, uh, we are fans. Uh, not only Bob Dylan fans, but uh, fans of of the whiskey. And it's uh, it's wonderful to see that you can back it up with this kind of quality. Amazing. That is that is uh, uh, really an amazing thing. Uh, to celebrate and thank you again for being on the show smoking a toast in 176 next week we are at b&b butchers and restaurant smoking oliva cigars and talking irish whiskey come out and hang out with us yeah come out it'll be fun